Just one sec, guys. Here's the espresso I made for you. Wow, Lee, so excited to try out your espresso. Who's that? What's up? What are you guys doing? I was just making a nice espresso. Would you like... No, Lee. You'll all have to try Death Wish coffee. Kurt, isn't that the world's strongest coffee? Fuck yes, it is. Oh, man. It tastes great. Just explosion of flavor in my mouth. When I try Death Wish coffee, it feels like Jesus Christ himself washing down my throat. But, Kurt, this is a lot of coffee. You must have spent a ton of money on it. And not just American dollars, but Canadian money. Fuck, no, I didn't. I used coupon code 3 Greeners and I got 10% off. You can too! <gasps> In a world of lame, nerdy podcasts, one, no three, and maybe sometimes more nerds, will rise to the challenge. We hold these studios accountable. We celebrate the amazing feats of cinema. We sometimes rage out. We are the Three Angry Nerds Podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Curtis. Welcome. Welcome. To the three nerds podcast, it's just me this week. So one angry nerd. Um, yeah. First off, I'm going down for a little bit of a vacay. That was going to make scheduling very tough, and then of course, when we had to move the schedule for this because I'm going on vacation. Uh, it was made it tough to record for some people, and uh, and you know what? That's totally fine. But that just makes it a one man show, which is fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, so not uh, a whole lot here. We're just going to kind of maybe go through a little bit of the news, the big stuff, and then we're going to kind of talk about our one movie this week for review. It's very low-key week, so it's fine, though. Sometimes you got to do that. Okay. On to the news. The biggest thing is Craven the Hunter. Sony dropped a trailer for that movie. Uh, that is coming this year. So, uh, and yeah, <laughs> I, I saw this trailer and I thought, if you're into these Sony Spider-Man movies, more of the same, probably, <laughs> for better or for worse, I mean, I don't know, perhaps in my mind I'm like, you know what, there's some of these the movies that I liked, I didn't quite like Morbius, sorry, Morbius fans, Morbius 2, more partner, um, I wasn't a big fan of it. And, um, but I think it was like the second Venom movie I enjoyed quite a bit. So, there are some of these that I enjoy. And Craven the Hunter looks, at the very least, I say this in a nice way, it looks like a generic action movie. It looks like if this wasn't a comic book movie, it would still at least be a mildly entertaining action movie. Of course, it's got tie-ins to the Marvel Universe and so on and so forth. But, I'm just saying, if you were to watch this just as like a, a regular standard action movie, Craven would probably be more than sufficiently fine. I don't think, I don't know. Like, there's stuff with the Rhino and other stuff to tie it all in. But, like, it just looks like a generic action movie. <laughs> and again, I don't say that as a bad thing. I think... A lot of times these uh, these comic movies fail because they don't work at a, as like a baseline entertainment. Like you still, even if you've never seen this character or, or know much about their world, you should still at least be able to walk, walk into that movie and feel entertained on a base level. Even if it is 
someone that you're not too aware about. So I will say this for Craven: it looks at least on a baseline level entertaining. So we'll we'll see. Jury's still out on that movie. Um, and then um, yeah, I think the other big thing was, uh, I mean, people have been kind of dissecting the Flash and it's. Sad, sad, <laughs> limping to the number one spot at the box office. It was number one this past weekend. It was by no means a very strong first place uh, for the movie, but it managed to make it there. Well, I think people are now dissecting what's going on with this movie. I don't know. And it just sounds like there was just some bad decisions made all around. Um, but aside from that... Uh, yeah, we do have uh, some Superman Legacy casting information. So, um, yeah. Apparently, screen tests took place over the last weekend. Justin Kroll of Deadline has said that, uh, yeah, apparently uh, Peter Safran and James Gunn uh, have been kind of working hard to cast Superman. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the biggest, um, the biggest thing is that basically it looks like we're getting, um, I think they were saying for Superman, the biggest, like, uh, Nicholas Holt and then the two other guys that we've heard of before keep popping up, so... Yeah, and then for Lois, again, same kind of thing, so, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, so, we'll see. Uh, I think that is, uh, oh, there's supposed, supposedly some TV series following the Flash villains, the rogues. Who knows, I don't think that would tie into the actual like Ezra Miller Flash, but maybe it does. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it, it for the news. There wasn't a whole lot this week, but yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break and then we're gonna talk about no hard feelings hey everybody it's curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're brought to you by amazon prime amazon prime's got amazing content such as the boys the expanse the marvelous mrs mazel goliath and so much more don't have to take our word for it go try out a 30-day trial of the service see if you like it if you'll want to stick around they've got low introductory rates for new users who sign up and you're going to get a ton of other Amazon Prime benefits. So sign up today and check it out. Thank you for your time. All right, we're back. Uh, this is going to definitely be uh, a shorter episode, which is fine. We don't always have to have long episodes. I think last week was so long because we were just talking about The Flash for like 30 minutes. And then I'm like, guys, I think I'm done talking about The Flash. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're not talking about The Flash right now. We're talking about No Hard Feelings. 
and um, yeah, uh, this uh, movie kind of pleasantly surprised me. I didn't know too much of it going into it. I knew obviously Jennifer Lawrence. This in, in this general concept of her being paired with this awkward, uh, you know, little borderline adult, but really at nineteen, who's really an adult at that age, but. It was sort of like, hey, who is, you know, how does uh, she essentially kind of work her way into getting this car that she wants and, uh, you know, kind of puts herself at the whim of uh, this guy that she's trying to uh, seduce in the, in the vein of getting a car. Now, we'll, we'll say this movie is very predictable in a good way. It felt like comfort food, you know? You go to McDonald's or you go to Wendy's or wherever, Shake Shack. You order your food. You know what you're getting. You, you know what you're getting with this. What makes it exciting, what makes it different for me, was that Jennifer Lawrence and the lead uh, male of this movie. I gotta look up his, his name because it's... <laughs> it does, it, not in a bad way, but he's not... A household name, but this movie definitely gets him in that direction. Uh, Andrew Barth Feldman. Uh, they carry the movie so well because they have such an energy and such a uh, chemistry, and it really does carry this movie from start to finish um, in a very good way, in a very surprising way. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, you know her, you know how great she is. But Andrew Barth Feldman is like surprisingly very funny in this, and he has these like very funny moments playing off of Jennifer Lawrence that I think kind of carry the movie a lot farther than it otherwise would. Um, yes. Very funny movie. Very just largely uh, entertaining. Uh, and then just uh, there's a lot of weird nude scenes in this which I thought were kind of funny. Um, mostly just because uh I don't know. You kind of have this idea in your head of like a nudity scene in a movie and like what you kind of expect out of there's a certain level of sexuality and whatnot. This movie's like, nope. No sexuality to this whatsoever. Uh, there's a scene where um, uh, Maddie, played by Jennifer Lawrence, gets out and uh, goes after some people for, for, uh, for reasons. Uh, and she does so completely in the nude, and I'm like, this is like a little, uh, you know, not a full-blown action sequence, but it's like basically a fight scene, more or less, taking place while Jennifer Lawrence is completely naked, and I just thought, that's just so weird. But I think it also goes to show that sometimes, yeah, uh, that's very accurate to life. You're not always going to have those sexy nude moments, <laughs> I guess. You're going to have these more realistic embarrassing potentially moments uh the supporting cast is all great too um in particular matthew broderick who i was like i haven't seen him in a while and it was great to see him in this and he he does a great job as uh andrew barth feldman's character percy's father laird uh and the, but even too like eben moss uh backrack plays Gary. He's really funny in this as well. Scott MacArthur is also very funny in this. 
Uh, Natalie Morales plays Sora, uh, like the friend of Maddie, and she's she was okay. She didn't leave as much of an impression on me, but she was still sufficiently entertaining. Um, yeah, I think what drags this movie down is that there's definitely some spots where it kind of drags a little bit. I'm not going to say that this movie is too long, because it's roughly around an hour and 43 minutes. Roughly. Um, but it does kind of feel like it drags a little bit in spot and it's, or sorry, in spots. And it just feels like maybe the movie could have been a little bit tighter in some spots. Maybe some scenes ended a bit sooner, or maybe that they kind of didn't quite pursue some ideas nearly as fully as they should have. Not in a bad way, too, because I kind of feel like with comedies like this, it's sometimes less is more. And I feel like that was definitely the case with this. Uh, the movie could have gone on for, uh, you know, maybe like an hour and 35, hour and 30. And it would have also still been very, very good. But, don't get me wrong, still still entertaining, even if there were some spots that kind of dragged a little bit. Um, I would give this an 8 out of 10. It's very entertaining. Cool. Well, that's it for the short little episode. We'll be back next week with a more full-fledged episode. Until next time, everybody. Bye for now. Hey, Spark. Have you listened to the newest album by Smash Mouth? No, I haven't gotten my copy yet. Oh, man, it's the bomb. Oh, I heard they were going to use this for that new movie with Mike Myers, Shrek. It's okay. I mean, it's no walking on the sun, though. Ah, a ghost. I'm the ghost of What streaming? You can magically play any song you want It's pretty cool. In fact, Amazon Music offers a three month trial for new users to check out its vast selection. Amazon? Like the website that sells books? Yes! In fact, take a look! What's this? It looks like a remote control, but from the future. It's a device that you can stream on. In fact, why don't you go to http colon forward slash forward slash getamazonmusic.com forward slash creatingregards so you can try the service for free for one month. If you don't like it, you cannot subscribe at any time. Wow, there's a lot here. Yeah, there is. What's dubstep?